Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. On each show, we take a magic wish and try to come up with the perfect ironic cost. The idea is that knowing the wish's cost, it would be a tough call whether you take that wish or not. Previously, we had, you can materialize anything you want, but you can't walk while carrying more than 10 pounds. Caveats, max speed is one cubic foot per minute. Gotta sort of understand the things you make, and not living things. As Megan pointed out on Facebook, all these caveats make it sound more like a spell from Dungeons and Dragons than a wish, but it was still pretty popular. Final score, 50-50 except on Twitter, 100% except on Facebook. This week's wish comes from Rachel on Facebook, who wished for immortality. I sit down with Anesti Danielis and Grace Smith to discuss this wish. But we're not in like a rush or anything. We've got all the time in the world. We got a new wish coming in, but first let's meet who we're breaking it down with. We got Anesti Danielis. Hello. And Grace Smith. Hello, it's me. And the wish we're breaking down this time is a classic immortality. Uh, I feel like so many times I've tried to pitch this to people who are coming on the podcast and they were nihilist and just being like, I don't want to live forever. That'd be terrible. But this time we're all here. We're all selfish. We all want to exist uh, for all time. Hungry for it. Hungry for it. We're what just what do you up- want to do with your extra years of all time? I don't know. I, I feel like I would just I would keep I feel like I would just switch careers every hundred years. Yes. Hundred years, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would want to become like the biggest expert in like one thing after another. <laughs> just like get like yeah, become top of my field and each as soon as I get there, just quit immediately and move on to the next thing. A thought I had is that I think the reason everyone is so against the immortality thing is because of all of the like anti-immortality Hollywood propaganda. And we would say, because every movie about immortality is like, hey, you think it'd be cool, but it's actually bad. You never get, hey, you think it'd be bad, but it's actually pretty Pretty cool. And I think it's propaganda from mortals who are like, don't want you to want it. Because they know... It is true. There's a huge bias in Hollywood. Everyone in Hollywood, the people who run the whole industry, all mortals. Yeah. And not yeah. a single immortal in there. Like, it no. feels like that's one of the big barriers still exactly. to Hollywood. Exactly. Give them a chance to make their <laughs> arguments. Right? Which is a weird place for people to hate immortality from, like, yeah. a whole industry not wanting to age one bit. Oh, they're just so <laughs> mad they don't have it. That's why. Yeah, they're jealous. They're, they want to... They are for sure behind the scenes all searching for immortality. Mm-hmm. They don't want anyone else searching for it. So they just keep making movies like, oh, it's so bad. Oh, you'll you'll be sad, Chris. Look how sad Kirsten Dunst is. Like, they all know the fountain of youth is out there. So they're just like, we have to make sure no one else is searching. They can't yeah. beat me to it. I think this is the true Hollywood conspiracy <laughs> for real, is for that sure. they're like, only we may live forever. They're already getting much better at it than we are. Like, look at look at Paul Rudd. Yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. Anyone who thinks that man is aging naturally is lying. He's no, he has. Yeah, no, I, no way. No, for sure, he's had fillers, and he's something. one of those people who's had a very long career, so that we have lots of very good footage of 
his yeah. lack of aging. Oh yeah, I watched Clueless recently. What a beautiful baby face he has in that. But like, <laughs> and still, and still. <laughs> but there's something, yeah, but yeah. There's there's ma- black magic happening. On there's him. something happening, and even yeah. Keanu Reeves, where you see the photo of him in like 200 years ago. Yeah, where it's just a painting of somebody who looks identical <laughs> to Keanu Reeves, and they're like, he looks. I mean, maybe the same. Yeah. Because his earliest role was him as like a, a teen and stuff, but like you know they they made gave him long hairs, made him act like a surfer. He made him act young, like maybe he was yeah. putting it on. Yeah. My yeah. theory is that you can't hide it anymore, whereas back then you can just like every hundred years move to a new place. You don't have to move that far, like mm-hmm. one county over, and no one knows you. Like yeah, they didn't have good communications back then. <laughs> there are a couple of people who I thought were immortals, and then like it just they were just on a delay. It just all fell apart suddenly. Yeah, well, like Patrick Stewart still looks good for his age. Yeah. But like he went from, he basically looked 50 since he was like 20 Mm. and then just didn't age until he he got around 80, I think. Yeah, he's one of those people that if you look at him and think like, oh yeah, he's looked like that since he was 50. Then you look at a picture of him from when he was 50 and you're like, oh no, I just, it's happened so slowly. I didn't realize it. It was extra slow. And like he got an early start. Again, he looked very old from very young and then just has been very slowly aging mm-hmm. since so not yeah. an immortal or is an immortal and someone's attacking him with their yeah. magics and draining his power maybe yeah i do think i do think the that yeah hollywood just knows how to like trick like they're working on it they have the whole thing about just shave your head that's <laughs> that's like a feint at immortality because if you shave your head like patrick stewart young uh-huh. then then no one notices you aging for like a, a chunk of time eventually okay. your your Saves you five face structure will follow cave in on itself yeah and they will know but you you're you're like just cutting out some of the aging like signs hollywood knows do you think we'd all be end up in hollywood if we were immortals then so if we got this we could find our way in eventually you can do enough networking if you have it all the time <laughs> but would they be That's so true. mad at us for discovering <laughs> it? i think we would pretend to be a dynasty well, you get it you get yeah. one makeup artist who's on your side and then you can pretend to be like your dad and then he's like and I want to introduce you to this up rising star who's my son. And then. Right. It's sort of like you would have to get. Yeah. Makeup like artist. The Sutherland's day. You would have to <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire yourself and like just like run out of the room and then come back in like different makeup and be like, yes, I'm his daughter. I'm his son. I just make the call. You can make a call in advance and say he's coming in. You'll see him. You'll notice the resemblance is uncanny. Wink, but he, wink. But he does have a different hat. To <laughs> he wink, does have wink. A different hat. Would you, okay, would you then do that Mrs. Doubtfire thing? Or would you just create an identity and then like every hundred years just fake your death and then introduce yourself as a new person again? I think I'd do that one. Yeah. I think I would do it as the dynasty thing because then I can I can keep my clout and my wealth and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, but also like reinvent myself because I'm like, anything I like, I'm like, well, yeah, I come from this proud family. But anything I don't like, I'm like, I'm not my father's son. And just uh, play both of those off each other so I can really craft my uh, public persona. Just fooling the world. Fool the whole world. <laughs> yeah, I do. That. That's, a, that's a tricky one because on one hand, it's nice to reinvent yourself because then if you messed anything up in that last chunk of time, it's just like new identity. It's gone. It's over. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what happens? Do, do you have to like abandon also all your resources? Like if you've accumulated wealth, is there a way to bring it? Oh, you can you. bury it in a hole and then go find yeah. it in a couple of years. Yeah. Only dealing gold bars. <laughs> gold bars. <laughs> if all the like currency suddenly changes, are you fucked? Yeah. Yes, because it does depreciate over time. And if you have money physically, yeah, not but as much. It's also 
inflation and stuff like investments. Yeah. You can make investments and grow your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the easiest ways to make money is to have money and wait. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have all of time, like if you invested like a couple hundred bucks yeah. in something a thousand years ago, now you're rich, right? Like That's it's just true. enough time. Put all fine. your money in TikTok and just wait for hundred years. <laughs> Maybe not TikTok. Oh, I put I'm it sure. all in Vine. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I really hope we didn't take out some immortals with Vine. Was... <laughs> yeah, you just, every time any <laughs> social media investor. platform falls, a bunch of immortals are like, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> we're so fucked now. God damn it. I, uh, thought, I thought Bing was the next big thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then some people were feeling real good about Yahoo for a while, and oh, now yeah. they're... You know, maybe they, Yahoo still exists. They might have a bit of money. All right. I feel like we should probably put our voice to some of the downsides of being immortal just to get those out of the way. There aren't any. Yeah. Well, okay, the ones that people always bring up. Let's just yeah. Uh, let's yeah. bring them up and say why we're not worried about them. For example, watching all your loved ones die. I mean, yeah, but they were gonna anyway. And now just I don't. So bonus. Yeah. Make new loved ones. Make you get, new you get to loved end up ones. in yeah. the end. You've have you've had so many more loved ones than anyone else got. Yeah. Don't get attached. Oh, <laughs> also, get attached. cool loner. Cool loner vibe. Cool loner vibe can be good. Yeah. You only yeah, you only really need to have to worry about your current loved ones dying. And then you just don't make good attachments. Yeah. For the next... Just learn disassociation yeah. and you'll be fine. Well, you have endless time to get over them also. Like, yeah, that's true. That's the thing. Like You can go to so much therapy. You can oh, yeah. be in therapy for decades and get over them. Yeah, it takes time to work on yourself, and you and have it. And you have it. <laughs> oh, you'll be the most well-adjusted person, <laughs> as long as therapists always exist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Well, we're, we're talking about going forward. We're not talking about us becoming immortals in the past. Yeah. So, But you never know. They could go They could go back out of fashion. Um, but as long as you, you, um, you just hold on to one, you always get them to train the next one. As they get older, <laughs> you always have a therapist. We can always find black market therapists yeah. if they go underground. There's <laughs> a family line of therapists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the other... And they can just think that they're dealing with the family line of uh, my dynasty, too. That's true. You don't have to tell them the truth. Maybe we do. I don't know. <laughs> what are the other big classic ones? Um, okay, I feel like we should do this immortality in the one that, like, you also heal, so it's not something like you break your leg and now for yeah. all eternity you have a limp or something. Should we oh, do, yeah. like, the sort of vampire style of whatever age you become immortal at? You just stay that Yes, age, I think that's the that way age. we should yeah. do it, yeah, yeah. so... Yeah. When you take this wish, whatever health and age you're at, that mm-hmm. is what you will basically maintain. Yeah. Okay. You can't get worse or can't get better. Yeah. If you have like asthma, you still have asthma. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you can you can exercise. You can get like a little bit better. But like, yeah. Yeah. They won't well, deviate that, yeah, much from that. that's the other thing. If you're like want to use all this time to get ripped. <laughs> yeah. Can you get ripped or is your body like, no. I mean, you can get, yeah. We'll say you can get ripped, but at the same time, like you. <laughs> like your body will function as it was at that age. So yeah. You can go to so the if, if, you, okay, if you get ripped, you don't get to be ripped forever. You still have to maintain it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that makes sense. But if you were ripped when you became immortal, you stay ripped. Yeah. Cool. So we'll say you, you don't age and you can't get like, your injuries won't stick. Gotcha. Like you'll heal from any injury. Yeah. So like if you get hit by a car, you still might go to the hospital, but you like, you'll heal up from it and nothing okay. will be permanent. Nice. Ooh, will diseases get you? Because what if like a new disease, so if your body stays the way it is now, yeah. like diseases evolve, right? So like in a hundred years, you get a disease that will just kill you instantly hmm. while everyone is like just okay with it. I think it'll be the same thing. Like you'll get the disease and then up to the point that it would have killed you and then you just start getting better. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so like you still get sick, like you don't get to be never sick, but like it won't get you. Okay. Um, I mean, other downside is the whole like 
Dr. Manhattan thing of just like you've seen so much that you just become kind of an asshole and, and like mean, really blase about so it. So many people are already assholes. So, yeah. <laughs> so now mean, I'm just an asshole and immortal. Great. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's not, it's not a thing that makes it bad for you. It's a thing that makes it bad for everyone around you. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not my problem. Yeah. But if you have a therapist forever, uh. then you can work on it. Yeah. They can uh, become well, a big expert. In- and they just got the most job security a therapist could ever hope for. Yeah. Right? Like it, your doctor, your therapist are all like, great. I don't have to ever worry about this patient leaving me because they're just going to be here forever. Unless you get that one like generation where they're like, I don't want to do therapy. I want to <laughs> I want to dance. Yeah. yeah, there's one generation that's like, we actually believe dance for, fixes all mental problems. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this. You know what? You spend rough. one lifetime learning dance and then you're a great dancer <gasps> forever. That's true. I'm now so excited again about being immortal, <laughs> about just learning dance, like learning all these skills <laughs> that I haven't had time to learn. You don't now you have it. time for it. That's, yeah. that's the best part. That's yeah. the best part. I feel like that, yeah, that's a thing that sometimes like paralyzes me. It's like, all right, I only have so much time. What should I spend my time on? Mm-hmm. So then I like don't do certain things because I want to do other things or I get so paralyzed I end up doing nothing. It's like that Netflix feeling for life Yeah, where mm-hmm. you're like, you have all the options so you don't do end up doing any of them. I feel like if I had all the time, I'd just be like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'd <laughs> I'd read all those books that I've been putting off because I'd be like, whatever, I got the time. Yeah, uh, you know, do ever I'd do everything. I'd just be more willing to do stuff because I'd be like, I've got the time. It's not a big deal. And you could never run out of things to do because you have to first master everything from the past. Yeah. And then by the time things... you catch up, there's more future <laughs> that, that yeah. they've created new things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think that like I don't know I personally find like mortal existence to be like a slow. Like, slowly just checking off stuff you've now gotten too old to ever be good at. <laughs> like, you know, it's like at a certain age, you will you can never be that great like a gymnast or dancer because right. you have to be kind of young when you start those things. Or there's always someone who's got the heads up on you because they could have exactly. started younger. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, the, like, you know, as you become a teenager, all the things you have to be like a kid when you start are like checked off. Then as yeah. you become an adult, all the things you have to be like a teenager to start at. And then at a certain point, you also just realize, like, I'm probably never gonna become an opera singer (laughs) like and it's like i find it quite sad to just like slowly be like i wasn't even planning to do that but now i know i can't yeah that's the thing too right yeah but if you're immortal you can take 50 years become the best opera singer why not maybe opera space opera exists now yeah space opera already exists as a genre genre, but as a literal opera (laughs) okay (laughs) it's in a bubble in space just threw the operas into space yeah yeah sounds Sounds There's, like that's going to happen. They don't even remember it was a genre anymore. Now this is the only time. Yeah, space no, it's opera. it's called like uh, ground opera is the other one, and it's just opera. Space opera is just opera. Exactly, it's, like, it's a retro name. Yeah. It's just people; their lungs become so so strong that they can make sound in a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a sight to be, or it's a sound to behold. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I guess I guess it is a sound. Still, yeah, somehow somehow we don't know how. All right, time to move on to some costs to this mm-hmm. then. What's a cost for immortality? It's gotta be it gotta be pretty big, I think. We're yeah, because we're all very in favor of this. Yeah. It's gotta be the thing where it's like for every year that you don't age, something has to happen. Yeah. Something in You that think one. it should be cumulative, something that keeps on building on you. Because it's gonna last literally forever. Mm-hmm. Or I guess until I guess we have to top it out at like at heat heat death of the universe to get out of it. So once you still oh, have yeah. to spend a couple thousand years at the end of time, like floating Just, around the void with oh, no but stars. But you're Doctor Manhattan by then. You're that's Man- fine. Yeah. Who knows what you figured out? But. Yeah, you're just you're just thinking of things, having fun. 
You've had a good life. Whatever, if I have to float for eternity. Yeah, you're just thinking of every crossword you've ever done. <laughs> how fun that was. Also, if you've learned everything, you could probably fix the universe. Maybe. You can fix the heat. Get to another universe. Look, we don't know what, yeah. We I, just I, keep thinking of reasons. <laughs> this is better. Right? This is better. Yeah, we're kind of not coming up with costs. We're just like, oh, good things I can do. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a thing where it's like where you have to source your youth from. Oh. there's a lot of like I've seen a couple of those movies where it's like oh they take the youth from the from like the babies or mm-hmm. something so maybe it's like to, in order to be ageless and immortal you have to I don't know see I, I see what you're thinking and I like if it is something like eating babies then it's just a like it's just a thing that makes us more of a villain for doing it but it's <laughs> yeah. not necessarily maybe it's I'm, not like a no it's not <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, like we're still saying you're immortal, like is the wish. So it's like that you also have to go around eating babies just makes you into a villain. And it's, I guess it's unpleasant, but like eventually you'll get over how unpleasant it is to eat babies. I like, all I'm wondering now, is it literally like a, if one day you don't eat a baby, then you die? Like you have to, I, or is it you just have a real hunger for babies? Yeah, I think oh. it should be more of the hunger because I think if you can die, that actually is like a get out of jail free on this wish that mm-hmm. we shouldn't have. Yeah. Because I think people like people who don't want it don't want it because they don't ever want to be immortal. That's true. I, At any like, point, you could just be like, I don't, I'm bored of this. Yeah. No babies today. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So if I you, don't think there should be a way out. Okay. Then what if it's an emotional thing? So it, it, we said don't get attached, but if you ha- want to be immortal, it catches uh, the people who you make your family that, that existence, lifetime, you get really attached to them. Oh, you love them so much. So much. Yeah. So maybe you, you're just like, strength of like attachment like your attachment strength grows way stronger Mm -hmm. the second you become immortal you love so much and so hard (laughs) and like even for casual relationships like like you feel the pain of like again like the crossing guard that is lives near your house when they pass away it's as much as if you lost your father yeah okay like just everyone who dies hits you like as though they are a close family member even if they are just a casual acquaintance Mm -hmm. that's that's actually pretty good because, yeah, then you need that therapist real bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, All right. I have I have an idea okay. now I want to throw out. So we're talking about, yes. I think the problem is, like, we have this adventure of so much we can do. We want to mix it in with, like, something that just makes it annoying and also kind of boring. And so I'm thinking every 10 years, you just spend in, like, a empty room. <laughs> Well, for for 10 years. So you live forever. So uh-huh. you've got all this free time. Yeah. But every 10 years, like you spend 10 years living and then you spend 10 years oh. just stepping out of the world and you're in just like a room that can't has... Can't bring books, can't bring anything. Has no books, has like some food and a bed and, and I guess you can exercise. Like it's just like a boring room. You can't contact the outside world from it. Oh my God. Yeah, you could do writing or you could do drawing or something, but you're just in that room and you can't leave it. And that's where he made his greatest works of art. <laughs> you can find something to do with yourself, but you have no outside stimulus outside of that room every 10 years, for 10 years. Okay, that's pretty tough. Yeah. That is really tough. Yeah. But I mean, you're playing the long game. You're still living forever. You're mm-hmm. still getting more years out of your life overall. Yeah. It'll be weird that you, like every 10 years you come out and you got to be like, all right, so what happened? What'd I miss? <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, where did where you go? Have you been? <laughs> I just do this, okay? Yeah. <laughs> just get over it. Then it kind of makes life exciting. Because then you're like, okay, I have a limited time, even though I'm not going to die. So I have to get everything done in 10 years. Yeah. Because then you're going on your sabbatical. Yeah. I think you'd call it. It does give you an urgency again. Yeah. That's that's good. But also, yeah, I bet bet after a while that would get real real boring. Yeah. (laughs) Real tough. Like, that's enough time that 
it would be cruel and unusual punishment to do that to a prisoner, right? 10 yeah. years in solitary. Yes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. solitary is supposed to really mess with your mind. Yeah. So you might be a crazy person. But then again, so no one can tell you. 10 years in therapy, 10 years alone, 10 years <laughs> in, in therapy, therapy 10, 10 years, years alone. alone. I feel like if, you, if you're if you trying to get a career and then you have to go for 10 years, once you get out, you have to like relearn all the different software yeah. and like <laughs> learn the new practices. I think that would be annoying for career development. Mm-hmm. You could also just market it as a comeback every 10 years <laughs> and like, you know, like ACDC does or whatever. Like It's our t- comeback tour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe it just adds to your mystery work. Yeah. It's like, where did that dancer, painter, <laughs> magician go again? <laughs> just give him enough time to, to, to want you again. Back from the void world tour. I'm having a hard time with this one because it's it's great. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, can I can I say two? I'm trying to decide between. Yes, please. Okay. Um, I thought one would be because we were talking about like becoming amazing in careers and stuff. And what if one is you will just like always be pretty shitty at everything you try. <laughs> um, like you will, no matter how hard you work, there is like a low ceiling to like how good you can get. Yeah, at I'd it. say maybe cop. Uh, top it out at mediocrity yeah mediocrity you can get like basic competence yeah. you will never be an um, you'll never be genius or amazing yeah. or like top of your field Ooh. in anything you can you can attain like i can get a, a job in it yeah you'll always mm-hmm. be in the 50th percentile you're <laughs> just like yes. straight at best yeah and then the other one i was thinking of, of just something to make just life a little less enjoyable where it's like like let's say you have no sense of like taste or smell or anything like that so you can do all the mind stuff of like getting good at stuff but you can never eat food again and you can never like oh no yeah (laughs) that's tough that would be tough especially because like again your body is fine so you would be you could conceivably eat whatever you want Mm -hmm. but no but you can't taste (laughs) so those are the two things i'm trying to decide well that food one would be so shitty okay yeah i I was like maybe that's only shitty for me No, I, I think the one that stood out to me more was the mediocrity one, actually, yeah. for me, because I would be like, yeah, I want to, I mean, I'd still probably do it because I could yeah. do so many different things. Yeah. But just the idea of being like, there's no hope for me being good. Yeah, because it, and you would be able to see greatness in it. You would see other people being amazing at it and just know, like, I could work at this for, I feel like on a real day-to-day basis, it would be very frustrating. Uh-huh. Spending eternity watching yourself not excel yeah because if you know it's, it's like an imposter syndrome thing of like if we we've all had that feeling of just like that person got better than the, at that so much faster than i did and it, mm-hmm. and they just like zoomed past me and it's frustrating so that's just constantly happening to you to babies people that were just born are now like your yeah. boss right, constantly right. <laughs> <laughs> i think the problem too would be that I would, I would constantly be like what's the point of anything mm-hmm. anything career-wise or aspirational i'd be like i can only be fine like why why even do it at all then and then i'd end up yeah i'd end up going back to my room and just staying there for 10 years (laughs) that would become a gift (laughs) (laughs) even though that's not part of this i'd build that room and just spend my time there so yeah yeah, i think mediocrity would hit me harder but Mm -hmm. yeah taste taste and smell are are nice Mm -hmm. i I do enjoy them Mm I think yeah. now that we explored the mediocrity one, I think that would hit me more. Okay, let's okay. go with... It's also, I feel like, in a way, it's a bit more ironic than the taste. That one's just, like, a bummer. Yeah. And it yeah. would suck, but... There are people who are... Like, they're all about that. Like, yeah. them foodies and them travel people are all yeah. like, yeah, it's all about going places, smelling things and tasting things. Exactly. But there's also people who don't oh, don't have those sense and are probably like, you know, it sucks, but you get over it. Yeah. And it's I, also... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, you'd, you'd probably forget what it, things taste like and smell like after a bit. Yeah, so yeah, you get used easier. to it. Yeah, 
Because it's like, you know, the meal prep people. And they always have to, like, prepare the food and then freeze the food mm -hmm. to the point where they just microwave the food the day of. And it's like, okay, these people are just using food as, like, a survival thing. Mm -hmm. They don't care about the taste of it in a way. So yeah. it's sort of like you would become that. I mean, I just be like, I'm eating to survive. You I don't just need to. eat Soylent bars. And... Yeah. <laughs> I've had bouts of that. Like, you know, I was into Soylent for a bit. They stopped yeah. selling it in Canada. And I'm waiting for it to come back because <laughs> it was part of my, like I wasn't 100%, but I was like, I'm fine with some of my meals just being food. Mm -hmm. like i just sometimes i just need to eat so that wasn't always huge on me i like eating but i also i'm i know i can live without it i depend on the day but there are times when i've like got tried to be like i'll bring my lunch to work now and if it's not the exact thing i want to eat when lunchtime comes i'm like garbage I'm <laughs> oh, buying no. some, not garbage i'll be like oh, i'll eat it tomorrow and then maybe i will but yeah <laughs> eventually you've just been carrying around the same sandwich in your bag for three weeks hoping i will want it <laughs> Hope today's the day. Yeah, today. hope I want a old ham sandwich today. <laughs> Still no. But All yeah, right. let's go with the mediocrity. Mediocrity. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think, yeah, yeah, that one's maybe a little bit more fun. All right, so let's do that old recap then. So, uh, Anesti, yours was? Oh, yeah, so you live forever, but every person you meet, every person that you, your new family, okay, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you experience loss at right. a, such a great, great speed yes you feel you feel every death as though it is a personal family member or every loss that's perfect let's put loss yeah, yeah every loss so if, even if they move away it's like a family member moved away mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah mm -hmm. uh and so and i had uh, every 10 years you have to take a 10-year sabbatical in a room with no contact in the outside world Ooh, that's tough. and grace you had um yeah you you can never become better than mediocre at yep. any particular skill or field or uh, artistic endeavor. Yeah. Those are, I think these are all brutal and I love yeah. them. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do we, what are we thinking for? Is there any that are just a hard no for you? You want to throw them off the table or any that you love so much you can't imagine anyone actually feeling bad about? I think yours would be a hard no. Really? Yeah, because... I think if you're alive for a million years, that's like, you know, half that time you're spending just in a void, right? Uh, so I, no, I don't think I could be able to do that. I'd try to get writing. Yeah, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm overestimating my ability to Entertain deal with boredom. Yourself. Yeah, deal with boredom. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, the 10 year room, I think I would, I think I would still take it. I might regret it, but I think I would like err on the side of I'll figure out a way to to keep my mind occupied in that room. Yeah, I'm in the same place where I'm like, I think I'd take it, but I'm pro it's probably going to suck more than I think. <laughs> yeah. I, I, though I do think you'll get over like a hump with it where at a certain <laughs> point, because you know, the older you get, time kind of feels like it's moving faster. So right. I do feel like at a certain point, you will feel like both those 10 years go by quite quickly. And it's like almost like going to bed and waking up. Yeah, you might even feel like time. relief. You're like, it's time for my rest. Yes. <laughs> Take <laughs> lots of naps. You're not actually room. old. You just talk like that now. <laughs> it's just a self-help getaway. It's actually really good for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you spend the whole time meditating, just sitting on the floor, yeah. having inner thoughts, thinking about the last 10 years and what they mean in the grander scheme. Wow, now you're making this appealing for me. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm yeah, trying to sell it. Oh, I think I'd still be a hard no. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, again, this one's this one is making us fight. So this yeah. might be a good one, but yeah. let's try the other ones out. Yeah. So uh, every loss, like a dear family member. Oh no, that's a hard no. Yeah. Hey, that's so brutal. I feel sad thinking about it. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm worried about this one because I haven't had enough like really close personal loss in my past. So I'm always 
self-conscious like i don't know how i will react to it Mm -hmm. so now i'm thinking of like well what happens when all these like really casual relationships that i kind of like right now just brush off because i'm like i didn't really know them that well and i use that to get by if those all hit me in this terrible way i don't know about i'm really scared of that Mm. yeah kind of same i feel like i just don't know how i would cope with it yeah um and so but i feel like it would again it would just be like such constant grief and then i do feel like again the same thing with time will kind of move faster i feel like it will get actually worse with time oh you think so because i feel like the, it'll feel like the deaths are coming quicker unless right. unless yeah. he, unless you know the earth dies in which case you're just floating in space mourning every human <laughs> <laughs> so hard billions of people to mourn oh. the trick to this one is the way the wish is worded it's like the one you can't get used to because the whole point of the wish is that you don't get used to death yeah so you'll never like yeah, you know, yeah, I've had some hard loss, but I get used to them. But like, if everyone is hitting you as though, yeah, it just like it was at the start. Yeah, I think those would pile up then. Hmm. I'd still take it. You'd still take <laughs> it. I'd still take it because, like, even if I'm in, even if I'm in mourning and in grief, then at least I'm not in a void, and I can like <laughs> <laughs> spend some time in a library while I'm crying, or yeah. watch a movie and cry, or oh, that. that to be fair, you would. Uh, watching sad movies would be so good. <laughs> you would cry so much. <laughs> Titanic would be amazing. You'd be like, all oh, the sad movies now. get better. Yeah. yeah. Just oh, they... you would listen to so much Adele. You yeah. would be great. Okay. No, I'm still no. I'm still no, but that tempted me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Anessi and I are kind of arguing over ours, right? We're each more okay with our own. Uh, yeah. Than the yeah. Other. Than the other one. Uh, yeah. Grace's, what about, what are your thoughts on your own? How harsh is it? It's harsh because on one hand, I'm like, what does it say about me that I only want to be alive if I can be very good at things? Um, but I do feel like that's my main reason why I think immortality would be cool is like just like learning so much and gaining so many skills and just like not even for like ambition and wanting to be the head of anything. Just it, it It's like there's so much enjoyment you can get out of skills once you become so good at them that it, it's sort of like mindless. That And I just feel like it would be, I don't know, I would find it really hard to just watch other people do that and never gain it so i think it would be a no for me I, I, yeah the hardest part for me is again is the loss of potential like the knowing that i can't ever be good just will make me go what's the point and that would that would hurt me so much more than like trying a million things and being bad at them as long as i had a shot that there i'll find something i'm good at yeah, yeah that I mean, that one hits me pretty hard too i'm i'm, I'm leaning toward i'm almost near the middle on that one though because i mean if you're good at if you're okay at everything, that's almost as good as being really good at one thing. Yeah, I wonder if then you can make some sort of skill about doing like five things at the same time. Exactly. That's like yeah. None of them are impressive, but it's impressive you're they doing all They can do so many, them. yeah. Oh, just yeah. stack them. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like plate spinning or something like Which that. Which I feel except. like, yeah, that would be my approach, would just be the, the guy who knows a little bit about everything. Yeah. But even then, I think there is like... Even within that, there's a glass ceiling with this curse of like, there's going to be some other guy who's really yeah. good at a bunch of stuff and is better at all of them than right. you. Maybe better at less things, but will become more famous or something for it. Or I'm trying to think of how good or bad mediocre actually is in things too. Like, is that enough to impress my family or is that... <laughs> Well, they uh, no. Wait, actually, what am I thinking? They're never impressed. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening right now, being like, "We don't, we don't support this podcast." They're just no, yelling, no. no. No, the problem is they are not listening right now. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I'm actually I'm, I'm I'm near the line for that one. That actually is pretty good for me because I am near the line on that one. Mm-hmm. 
What I think, think I would take it. <laughs> you think, you're you're so into immortality. I love immortality. I want to be alive forever, you guys. Uh, I think it wouldn't I take think my I'd room. Be fine to. Uh, yeah, I, I, it would suck to see you know people reaching potentials that you could never reach. But I feel like there's a lot of mediocrity that becomes successful. That's true. You know, <laughs> there is. Oh, we've all Name, seen some names. movies. <laughs> yeah, if, if it's okay, that's an important clarification. Is it mediocrity? Mediocrity of ability or mediocrity of achievement? Ooh. I was thinking both, like that. Okay. That there is, um, because sometimes there is a, depending on the the field and the skull, there's a real overlap. Like there's somewhere the there's scale is not to be that an overlap. Of, well, yes, but there's somewhere things, the scale some. is almost so subjective that you kind of have to go off how far you've risen in it, rather than like, <laughs> like it, it like. Or, like yeah, high so I art. Think, I think it's high both. art is all really. Let's be honest. Yeah, um, but there's two. You know, there's a physical skill to singing, and then there's how famous a singer you become. Right. Whereas there's some things where it's like, like storytelling. Let's say there's no like one physical technique or skill you're gaining. It's a lot of sort of subjective things, mm-hmm. and no one becomes famous as a storyteller. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going to say both. It's it's you will only get so you can only get mediocre in skill, and you can only rise like to slightly above like entry level like right. a bit above like uh-huh. like a spot or two above entry. Like, oh. basically you get to the point where someone like it would be fair for you to call yourself a storyteller <laughs> but not enough that anyone knows who yeah you. enough you could even make some friends in the yeah. community and yeah. stuff but no one's like calling you for the big shows yeah oh, okay then that would sting more yeah <laughs> that <would> sting more. <laughs> right uh yeah that would sting more i don't know if i can do that forever mm-hmm. i think if if i was was immortal and i was taking this wish I feel like I would just over time settle and be like, okay, I guess I'm never going to be the best. So I'll just maybe do it for the enjoyment. That's the thing I'm wondering is will it, and and you won't know until you've taken it, but is it going to become one of those things where you do just become really well adjusted and like in a really healthy way, you're only doing activities you enjoy and it doesn't matter if you're good. And that's kind of beautiful. Or is it that you will become more jealous over time that it will eat away at you seeing people raise? I I think the thing for me is like the challenge is part of what makes a thing fun. So if, if I, if I know that I've tapped out, I've, I've capped, I've reached my limit in everything and there's no challenge in anything because I can't do better no matter how much I practice and try, that would be the most demoralizing thing in the world. And I think it includes even stuff that you're not actively trying to make like a like like a video game. You will if you start playing in a new video game, you will only yeah. get so good at it. If you try to learn how to make a new meal just for yourself, oh, you will wow. only get so good. Yeah, at you can't beat that any meal. video game on hard. Only normal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think there's a I think there there's a lot of also day to day stuff that'll get annoying. Okay, so yeah. mediocrity forever. Yeah. yeah. So I'm forever. you know what I'm gonna say that's a hard no for me. <laughs> I've I've been convinced into hard no for that one. Oh, no, I made it too big. Is it a hard take or is it a soft take? It's a soft take. It's a soft take. I will suffer. Yeah. And where are you? Mine is is a soft no because I I really do think that it it depends on a thing I can't know, which is how will I adjust to it. Okay. Um, So it's a soft no because I do know myself and think I will go the jealousy route but like I, I can see someone taking it yeah. if they really do feel like a well-adjusted like or they will grow well-adjusted I think if we didn't have such a close scenario with Anestes in mind yeah. yours would probably be up there mm-hmm. but I think we're going to move it off the table for now because I think it's yeah it's just slightly harsher than the other <laughs> yeah. ones whereas these ones we're both close we're like we're both basically hard yeses and hard noes on each other's yeah which means I'm putting all the pressure on you Grace <laughs> okay um, which so of these the, is the most loss? tormenting for you yeah so yeah. all losses hit 
you like they're a close family member mm-hmm. or every 10 years you go on a 10 year sabbatical in a room um so the the last one i i is a hard no for me that would bum me out so much whereas the the room one is one that i kind almost like the flip side of mine where i'm like i can see myself learning to deal with it well i can also see it like ruining my brain but i'm gonna i would i would err on the side that i will learn to deal it's with a gambit, it but you're being optimistic about yeah, it yeah it would yeah exactly i i can see it going badly but i'm gonna take the gamble that i will find a way to deal with it okay i think i think we're gonna throw that one out to the audience then just cool. because mm-hmm. yeah we all had really good ones this time guys like <laughs> those are tough this is a high stakes scenario yeah there's normally yeah there's normally some that are like oh, that's fun but oh no and we just brush them off the table all of them were like these are all in contention yeah <laughs> this was a, a a lively debate over yeah. all these possible costs we uh, all have really strong and interesting feelings about <laughs> immortality unlike Hollywood. <laughs> Jeez, Hollywood. Get on it. Somebody make a pro immortality movie. Yes. Yeah. Hollywood, we're waiting. We're waiting. Yeah. We're waiting for you. The right world now. is ready. I'm tired of this prejudice. Yeah. Uh, let's throw this out to the audience then. So you get to live forever. But every 10 years, you have to spend 10 years in a room with no contact with the outside room. Uh, I am willing to take it. Grace is willing to take it. Anesti is a hard no on this one. Hard no. <laughs> but what about you, audience? Would you take this wish? And are there any other wishes you'd like to hear us break down? Well, that's what we came up with. But we want to hear from you. Your wishes, your thoughts, whether you take this wish or not. You can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod. Email BreakAWishPod at gmail.com. Join the BreakAWish discussion group on Facebook. And you can support the show by writing a review, telling a friend, or buying a t-shirt on TeePublic. All this information at breakawish.ca. For more on S.D. Danielis, if you hurry, you can catch him at Toronto Sketchfest, March 12th and 13th, or at the Toronto Fringe in July. Or look him up at Anesti Danielis or anestidanielis.com. For more Grace Smith, you can find her at Graceectomy on Twitter and Insta for her personally or OK Grace Productions on Insta and Facebook if you want to follow her solo show or other professional ventures. This is a Kicks and Giggles Entertainment production, hosted by Maddox Campbell, themed by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Langford, and a proud member of the Sonar Podcast Network. More podcasts at thesonarnetwork.com. Before I go, I've got some exciting announcements to remind you about. We have two live recordings coming up. The first is tonight, March 9th at 8pm at the Bad Dog Theatre. As guests, I'll have Scott Thrower from Fairy Tales for Unwanted Children and Melanie Dolling from Tarts and Craft. Find tickets at baddogtheater.com. The second will be part of Toronto Comic Con, March 20th to 22nd, with a live recording on the Sunday at 11 a.m. If you're at the con, please come to the recording or at least swing by the sonar booth. More info at comicontoronto.com. So, what would you wish for? has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hey, listener. Do you follow hashtag witch stuff on Instagram? Do you own a tarot deck even though you quote-unquote don't believe in that stuff? Did your weird aunt give you a crystal and you kind of liked it? 
Has your family told you to stop talking about the 1980s satanic panic and how unfair it was to actual Satanists? This may be the podcast for you. We're not witches. But we want to find out if we are witches. We're doing research. But also going by our hearts and minds. You can expect episodes with actual experts. But also just two comedians riffing about the moon. We have Wikipedia and Google Scholar. And we're willing to use either of them, but not much else. Join us on our journey. Tarts and craft. That one felt good. Yeah, that one felt good. Let's listen up.